Good evening. Hi, this is Dr. Irene Ching. Thanks for listening to Be Happy, Healthy and Wealthy podcast. Thank you for following and uh, subscribing. I've been asked to talk a bit more about long COVID. So as you know, lots of people are getting long COVID and a lot of people not sure why. Why are they someone who is susceptible to long COVID? So I want to talk a bit more about long COVID and mitochondrial dysfunction. Okay. Now I've got nurses, doctors who've uh, asked me a lot of questions about this. And obviously I just want to make a quick note about it. So what is the mechanism associated with long COVID? So everyone is talking about long COVID. Oh, after COVID, I'm so tired, doctor. And I'm so breathless. I feel tired all the time. I feel weak. I'm sleeping all the time. And what is causing that? So uh, it's going to be quite clinical as well because uh, a lot of people want to know what actually is happening in the background. And some doctors also ask, what is happening? What is the mechanism? So I've been uh, obviously doing some research on that and realize it is indeed uh, driven by the problem with our mitochondrial. So let me explain. Mitochondrial is the powerhouse inside our cells. So for those people who have studied biology many, many years ago uh, in their secondary schools or A-levels, you realize that inside the cells, we've got this small little round thing that is hiding inside our cells that is doing such a very important job, the mitochondrial. We call it the powerhouse. On the surface and membrane of the mitochondrial, that's where the your energy is being produced. So this source of energy, okay, is in the substance, substance we call it ATP. Okay, so your muscles, everything you need, they use ATP. Okay, even a movement of certain minerals, certain salt, uh, even your glucose uh, need energy, which is ATP. But in order to form ATP, you need uh, your mitochondrial to have this, what we call the electron tra transport chain. On this electron transport chain, you've got all these different uh, cells of yours that needs things like, for example, ALA, this is alpha lipoic acid. You need your uh, iron, you need your uh, phosphates, you need your things like core enzyme Q10. You also need things like PQQ. So a lot of this enhance the formation of your um, the ease of forming ATP by uh, improving the function of your electron transport uh, chain. So when you have this improvement, that's when uh, the mitochondria is being enhanced. It works so good. So having very healthy mitochondria is the answer. If you've got very shrill, not very ha happy or very zombified mitochondria, then you are going to be in trouble. Yeah, we call it senescence, means all you know, not very effective mitochondrial. So what you want, you want a good size, healthy, productive mitochondrial.
So now, what? Why? Why is this happening in um, long COVID? But before we mention about what happened in mitochondrial dysfunction, dysfunction means problem with its function. So I just want to talk about the uh, different mechanisms associated with the long COVID. Why people are feeling tired? Why they're feeling as if they got brain fog, migraine, pain, all sorts of problems, you know. So first and foremost, during long COVID, you could have persistence of the virus of its remnants or the different parts of the things like spike proteins. The second one is reactivation of the latent. Latent means dormant, sleepy viruses that is hiding, like EBV virus, HHV6 virus, okay? So some of these viruses get reactivated, you know, they get woken up and they are causing some active infection and causing uh, depletion of your energy. And the other one is viral superantigen activation of the immune system. And the next one is disturbance in the gut microbiome. Okay, we call it dysbiosis. So uh, the gut health is poor, causing more things like leaky gut. You can check that out in one of my other podcasts in the future. And uh, the most important, what we're going to focus today is mitochondrial dysfunction or problem. And it's problem with mitophagy. What is mitophagy? Mitophagy means the recycling of your mitochondria. Okay. And the difficulties in protecting the mitochondria from oxidative damage. So let me explain what is oxidative damage. Oxidative damage means every time your cells are being recycled or let's say we, we try to kill the bacteria that is invading our body, we use oxidative damage. We use this all these free radicals, the hyper, we call it hydrogen peroxide cells that is, we use it to kill, you know, uh, bacteria, viruses, or even use it to recycle your cells. So, we need to recycle the mitochondria. If the mitochondria is not being recycled in uh, in its own time, then you get zombie mitochondria, which means they're all senescent mitochondria, age mitochondria that is not doing its job, that is suffering, but it's not being recycled. So what happened in long COVID essentially is that there is a system in the body due to COVID infection that stop the mitochondria from being recycled, from being tagged and being destroyed and being recycled. And also the cells cannot protect itself from the all this oxidative damage. So which means things like mutator cells cannot be recycled, all cells cannot be recycled, and you're going to get lots more aging. And the next part is, the multi-tissue damage and autoimmune, including in the brain. Now, autoimmunity, let me explain. Auto means self. Immunity means immune system. So what is happening in autoimmunity means your own body forming your own immune system, your white cells, which are your your shoulder, uh, your soldier. Soldier is the one that is going to protect and kill any viruses, any invasion. So when you have autoimmunity, means that your own immune cells 
are attacking your own protein, your own cells, like your joint in rheumatoid arthritis, SLE, which is a multi-system autoimmune condition. You've heard of Crohn's or colitis, where your own immune system attacking the cells of the lining of the gut. You probably heard of all sorts of condition that is autoimmune related, okay? So these are the mechanism, but what we want to focus today is what actually happened. So in mitochondria, mitochondria uh, does a lot of things. It creates um, help that will work in creating more power, more energy for your body. And it has a normal system that can help itself to be tagged and being recycled. Okay. So when uh, lots of studies like in biomedicines uh, in 2022, they also mentioned about uh, what happened in long COVID. So they've realized that in people who have suboptimal mitochondrial function and metabolically they are not as good as a normal person, I will explain that in a while, the virus can tip the host into a chronic, chronic means long-term inflammatory cycle. That means they have inflammation all the time. It feeds forward. Instead of there is a system to stop the overdoing of inflammation, but in long COVID, they're just perpetuating and like a spiral going down where the inflammations grow and grow and getting even worse, but it's for you know, it's perpetuating, means that it's going forever, chronic, long-term. So long COVID could be then described as a virally induced chronic, means long-term, self-perpetuating, metabolically imbalanced, non-resolving state characterized by mitochondrial dysfunction, where reactive oxygen species continually drive inflammation and a shift towards glycolysis okay so why is this a problem let me explain this tend to happen in people who already got a poor lifestyle like they already got a pro-inflammatory phenotype phenotype means characteristics so they already got this characteristics that they are just pro-inflammation so once they hit covid they go in the, into this perpetuated cycle so things like, for example, what can be this poor metabolism problem? So let me explain. Is usually due to the cells not working properly. Condition like, for example, type 2 diabetes, heart disease, uh, people with insulin resistance, uh, people with high sugar level, obesity, high cholesterol and endothelial uh, dysfunction like in hypertension and aging as well. So hence, you can see all these other risk factors that make them more prone to getting uh, long COVID. Because what happens is that when they have all these risk factors, the uh, mitochondria just completely age very fast. And not just that, they can't recycle itself and it causes a lot of damage. Okay. So hence, if you got a poor lifestyle, that means you're somebody who do not exercise, 
you uh, have more lipose tissue. Lipose tissue means more fat, uh, which is obviously pro-inflammation. A, a lot more lipose, uh, adipose tissue, that means the more uh, inflammation you could get. So then you have what we call poor metabolic flexibility. That means you can't cope as good as those who have a better lifestyle or without those risk factors. Okay, so what happened then? You cannot cope. The mitochondrial do, do not cope properly and under stress, they become dysfunctional. And then they cannot overcome the ROS, which is the, the free radicals from the oxidative system, which I've explained earlier on, because all your cells, in order to destroy cells or to recycle cells, you need to use the free radicals, okay? Even controlling immune system by uh, fighting infection. So for those with good lifestyle, it can help against long COVID because what happened is that your metabolism improve, which I'm going to explain a bit more about it. You're, you have a better capacity. You've got a better reserve and you are more flexible in adapting to uh, long COVID. So things like, for example, if you have system in place that is anti-inflammatory, it will going to help. Now, studies have shown that what happened, so lots of people are doing studies, why some people uh, are more susceptible. And they realized that beside the autoimmunity uh, in the mitochondrial dysfunction, uh, the researchers actually found that a lot of this patient actually got autoimmune uh, or what we call antibodies towards cardiolipin protein. So cardiolipin is actually a protein that is stuck to um, the cells and it's a, it's, a, it's a protein that is like a signaling protein that it carries cytochrome C that actually is part of the electron chained transporters. So once the cardiolipin is shown, it will drop the cytochrome C out. And when the cytochrome C goes out, uh, it will signify to all the immune cells around to say that I need to be recycled. It's like apoptosis. It's like a kamikaze. It's like, oh, I need to be recycled. You need to destroy me. So that is like a signaling molecule. So what happened is that when they release the cytochrome C, then normally it will create that. So cardiolipin then get transported out into the outside of the mitochondria and then on the, on the cell membrane and then the, the body will form the immune system and then will recycle, will tag it and recycle it. Okay, that's like a clever way to say, mm, I'm already pleased, I, I'm not doing a good job. So it's like... Um, a health system. It's like a, a production type of uh, mechanism to improve productivity. So now in long COVID, remember I explained about autoimmunity. So long COVID cause a lot of uh, immune uh, reaction where our body forms a lot of antibody against our own cells. And one of them is anti-cardiolipin autoantibodies. So which means we cannot recognize the cardiolipin and that signaling, which means your mitochondrial cannot send the signal out to tell your immune system that 
the mitochondria needs to be recycled. So which means that mitochondria won't die. That mitochondria will stay old and doing a bad job and it's become zombified and it will just stay forever. And that's why people are getting more and more tired because your the mitochondria is not doing its good job. So that's why we call it mitochondria, mitochondrial dysfunction. And uh, so that's been proven to be the hallmark. And the other thing is, they also have done studies and found out that there's actually a lot of autoimmunity that happens. There's a lot of cross-reaction where um, the antibody against the spike protein also cross-react. Uh, that means they've got similar protein with our own human tissue antigens. That means our protein is similar. And so what happens is, which means you've got these antibodies form against the spike protein of COVID and they are similar age to like your ACE receptors, your main membrane receptors, your phospholipids, which is like the membrane of all your cells. You're also against thyroid, against insulin, against mitochondrial. So a lot of this mimicry, a lot of similarity with the human tissue. So hence, that create a lot of inflammation. Now, how can we help? So it's good to know all these things. Now you understand what is happening. When I found out about this, I was like, what? I mean, that is so funny, isn't it? That's why people are so tired because their mitochondria, which is the power, is not being recycled and it stays zombified. Okay. So how do we recycle the mitochondria? Now, it's quite a long subject here. So you've got a few prongs here, how we can do that. So uh, I know in some doctors who are treating long COVID uh, condition in some clinics, so what they do is that, obviously, this is quite medical, but for your information, uh, they like to do some confirmatory testing, which is like they will be able to test for mitochondria-free DNA to see uh, how much of the free DNA is being released. So normally it will be elevated and then they'll check for anti-cardiolipid antibodies. They will check for anti-M2 as well. And then they'll look for immune senescence, means that the aging of our immune system. So they'll check for all these uh, T and B cell subsets. They'll check for chronic virus panels, like for example, your EBV virus, EMV virus, your HHV viruses, obviously the doctors will understand some of the viruses, but if you go and see somebody at the long COVID clinic, they will do some of this testing. So then you understand why they're doing some of this. They will, they will actually check the lymphocytes mapping and the immunophenotyping, like you've heard of things like CD4 count, CD8, all these things to see how are they doing. And they can do also anti-neurological tissue antibodies because, as you know, remember, we're talking about the mimicry where some of these um, autoantibody against COVID also are against our own protein, our own body cells. Okay, so sometimes they also do organic acid testing and mitochondrial testing. Now, what are the treatment? So the treatment are actually, one, you want to improve the mitochondrial nutrient. How do we feed our mitochondrial? Okay, so things like CoQ10 as supplements, PQQ, okay, which you can Google, you'll find out PQQ, pyroloquinone 
substance. Okay, B vitamins and ALA, which is alpha lipoic acids. And of course, all the, the rest that uh, are important in your, what we call electron transport chain, which we learned in Krebs cycles. Okay, now some of the other things is like your, um, how do you recycle and help the mitochondrial be uh, going into recycling mode. We call it mitophagy. Mito means mitochondrial. Phagy means eating. Okay, because as you know, when they're being recycled, the white cells eat up those uh, those cells so that it's getting recycled. Okay, we call it mitophagy. So things like intermittent fasting will help. So you should start with intermittent fasting first. Only if that person have enough energy because in a lot of circumstances, some people with long COVID could be so already so tired, they have very little energy. Then there's no point going down the route of fasting as the first way of treatment. You should start with the nutrition first and get them to have more uh, energy. Things like you should supplement them with NAD precursors. Yeah, NAD is to help with uh, the electron transport chain, which we I've mentioned early on, where you form all the ATP and to create more energy. So things like glutathione will definitely help because glutathione will mop up some of the free radicals that is looming around, causing a lot of oxidative damage. And uh, so let's go back to, let's say somebody who are able to uh, tolerate fasting. So they still got a bit of energy. Yeah, fasting, start with intermittent fasting, start with maybe, uh, you know, eight hours, then go to 10 hours, 12 hours, uh, 14, 16, 18, or 20, whichever that you could. And then we call it, let's say 12, 12 hours, you've got 16 and eight hours or 18 stroke six hours. So that means 18 hours of no eating and six hours of window where you can eat. Okay. So those are intermittent fasting. There are different ways you can Google. I'm sure you'll be able to find some on YouTube channel. You'll be able to find some of the technique how to do that. And if you want longer fasting, anything above 30 hours, you go into autophagia. That means your body go into catabolic, uh, catabolic state where the cells are being tagged for more recycling purposes. And because there's less eating, you use less energy which because every time you eat you you to to digest your food and everything it needs energy so when you are fasting on a longer period obviously just put a disclaimer out there you definitely need to check with your doctors first okay before doing any of this because you might be on quite strong medication like your diabetic medication your glycosides and all this which if you don't eat uh when you take those tablets you can have hypos where the sugar go too low so now i say you put a disclaimer out there you need to check check with your own doctors about how you can work on that to uh cause some of those zombie mitochondria to be recycled Okay, so you can continue with any fastings above 30 hours. Then you go into autophagia where you target any damaged mutated cells, any cancer cells get eaten up, uh, all mitochondrial, any age senescent cells get recycled and uh, removed from the body system. So that's why you need to work on your metabolic conditioning, like uh, keto diets do help in improving and uh, the mitochondrial health because the mitochondria really grow, especially when you do calorie restriction, especially carbohydrates. Okay. 
So things like quercetin, which is anti-inflammatory, uh, your metformin, your berberin, they're all good stuff that will work. Okay, I mentioned earlier on NAC, glutathione, ubiquitol, all these are good stuff. Okay, and um, when you exercise as well, try zone two training. Just do it gently. Start really, really small, then gentle upwards. Do uh, some exercises again that will definitely uh, increase your productivity and improve the quality of your mitochondria. Now, also, I would like to mention about PC therapy. PC therapy is mean stands for phosphatidylcholine therapy. Phosphatidylcholine is um, it's actually uh, a way uh, we can help the cell membranes because your phosphatidyl are from phosphatidylcholine are from uh, your cell membranes. So when you give your body more of that, you will help your gut health, you help your nervous system, especially your myelins, your nervous system, or your neurons, and of course, your mitochondria, definitely. So those are the few things you could do. And uh, so for more specialized help, uh, things like hyperbaric oxygen therapy definitely will help the mitochondrial improvement, uh, create a better powerhouse. Um, and also methylene blue. Again, this only in special clinics where the doctors would have uh, checked for people who are who could not have methylene blue, like for example, people with G6PD deficiency. Okay. Then when you take methylene blue, it causes a bit of stress to the mitochondria so that it will help to tag it so that it will recycle itself. And that also will help. So a bit of mild stress there, which makes the insulin sensitivity improve the um, oxidative stress, but at a good level where the mitochondria will do better. Okay. So like what I say, it's a balance. So that's why I say methylene blue treatment is a, a specialist uh, clinic kind of treatment. Now, just wanted to give you a bit more information about the some of the latest things being used, like peptides called elamipreptide SS31. In a trial, this tetrapeptide has been used to bind to cardiolipin. So when they bind to cardiolipin, means that ah, that's going to improve your mitochondrial recycling. So now I say this, hopefully, when your mitochondria get improved, your long COVID will improve, the chronic fatigue will go away and you're going to have more energy. So stay tuned and we'll talk a bit more about how to improve your mitochondria and your bioenergetics in the future. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, so write to me at info at dririnching.co.uk. As you know, I have been asked to answer this question, so I came up with a bit more clinical answers. But it's quite informative and people quite like the knowledge uh, because some of the nurses have been asking me. Okay, thank you. Bye.